found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, Matthew is back after his fall break. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you back here, Matthew. Oh, it's good to be back. I'm sure it is. Feels great. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that um, you reported to me it was going to be a secret till you got back <laughs> as to what you did. Yes. And I've been waiting and waiting to figure out what you did. And that's because if I were to tell you what we had in, in store, you would have probably called me an idiot. Oh. Looked at me funny. Yeah. And said, really? This is how you're spending your time. Okay. We <laughs> we went to fall break. Okay. We went on fall break, yeah. and um, we took a trip to Richmond, Kentucky, okay, to visit the brand new Bucky's. <laughs> now, what is a Bucky? Brand new Bucky's location in <laughs> Richmond. That's what we did for <laughs> for fall break. So Bucky's is like. It's like the Disney World of gas stations. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> it's not it's not a truck stop. Okay. They're quite adamant about that. It's a gas station. All right. Okay. There's semis there. There's no, you're not going there to take a shower. Okay. All right. It's a gas station. Okay. But it's incredible. It's huge. There's... All sorts of licensed Bucky things across the store, and um, they have they have in the middle of the store this like kitchen area where they make like fresh fudge and candies. Oh, boy. and on the other side they have um, where they smoke meats and they have oh, like my. brisket sandwiches and pulled pork and turkey. And, wow! Yeah, there's a wall, a whole wall of pop machines. <laughs> Well, it's a paradise. It is. <laughs> Gas was three nineteen. Oh my! That's a paradise in and of itself. Heck yeah! <laughs> so yeah, when we heard that uh, the Bucky's was opening a location <laughs> in Richmond, Kentucky, it was like it's like five hours from here or something like that. We're like, we're going because <laughs> Bucky's is is a whole thing. It's mainly in the South, but it's just it's a whole thing. They it's they have these gigantic stores and it's just they've got Bucky's memorabilia. Bucky's has this um, beaver that's their mascot. Yeah, makes sense, right? Bucky the beaver. Bucky the beaver. Yeah. And uh, there's a statue of him outside. Oh my! The store. <laughs> well worth the trip. It was fun. We had a good time. What a really good time. Now, how long do you suppose you spent at Bucky's? About three and a half hours. Okay. I think. Did you get some sampled meat or anything? Yeah, or? we got okay. some. I'm not, okay, like their signature thing is is their brisket. Okay. I'm not a huge brisket fan, so I got the pulled pork. Okay. Um, my wife got some kind of club sandwich, which she liked. It was spicier than she was expecting, but uh, it was good. Okay. But then they have these, it's like this, these Bucky Nuggets, Bucky. <laughs> it's like, it's like puffed corn caramel thing. It's, it's really, they're so good. 
So that was um, the main part of your vacation. Right. It was Bucky's. Yes. <laughs> so then we um, we left Bucky's and we drove back up into Cincinnati. Okay. And uh, we went to Jungle Gyms. Yeah. You ever heard of Jungle Gyms? I don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Gyms is like a Cincinnati mainstay. Okay. And it's just this crazy crazy grocery store that's this and they it's an international market and so they have items from all over the world and when you walk up to the place that there's like fountains and animals and it's just it's insane it's it's seriously insane but um went to jungle gyms and the next day we um just kind of yeah, the next day we did Jungle Gems. We went to a couple other places. Then we drove back to Indy okay. and uh, saw the Adams family at Beef and Boars. Okay. Is that a good uh, good one? Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. It was really good. What did you have at Beef and Boards? Um, what they have? Salad. Okay. Prime rib. Mm-mm. So dinner in a the theater. Yeah. Okay. All in one spot. <laughs> It's pretty great. <laughs> Don't have to go anywhere. No. The only next better thing would be going to jousting, where you can just <laughs> chew on a big turkey leg. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, with, with the Bucky's <clears throat> thing, man, it was just, if you... <sighs> I've never heard of Bucky's. You, I know, and it's mainly a Southern thing. Okay. But but Bucky's is expanding. They're making their way. It kind of seems like they're making their way northward. All right. Maybe we'll have one in Indiana someday. And just you a, too can experience the Bucky's way. Just of imagine life. the Bucky's right here on the Heartland. Just imagine. How great would that be? So, so, so it's got different uh, facilities in it, like the pop you said—a whole wall of pop. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this pop you just don't quite often see, or um, it's it's a lot of the normal stuff. Okay. But then they have their own like Bucky's line. <laughs> But that's hey, like, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that stuff is made with, you know, the real cane sugar and, okay. it's, you know, they've got the cream and the, the root beer and oh the orange yeah. and the sarsaparilla. <laughs> so did you bring back some Bucky's paraphernalia? Uh, we sure did. Okay. <laughs> we sure did. Did you get a Bucky's t-shirt? Um, I didn't. Okay. My wife got a Bucky's sweatshirt. Okay. Cooper got a Bucky's sweatshirt. Gretchen got a Bucky's t-shirt. I was actually a little surprised <laughs> that they didn't offer more Bucky's like stuff. Yeah. They had a lot of Bucky's food, Bucky's snacks, and yeah. Bucky's whatever. But as far as like, you know, keychains, magnets, yeah. whatever. I mean, they had this truck and it was stuffed full of Bucky's. <laughs> Stuffed animals, okay, which is great. And I got a Bucky's keychain that's, okay. on my, that's on my backpack. All right, so <laughs> Bucky's will be a part of your life now. Yes, and I'm and so, just envisioning the beaver. <clears throat> so I, I posted. I posted when we got back. I posted okay. what we did, and a lot of people either had never heard of Bucky's or. They were curious about it, and 
had never gone. Right, so, here we go. So that's us with the Bucky statue. <laughs> <laughs> You've always got that memory. Yep. <laughs> so that sounds like a reasonably priced trip. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, you get a Richmond, go down to Cincinnati. Yeah, you know. it wasn't it wasn't too bad. So, quite a uh, story from Matthew on his fall break. Here you go. So, we appreciate your update. Yep. It is six thirty three. We've got tidbits coming up. This is tidbits. <laughs> It's 6.36, a Monday edition of Tidbits. Matthew Paul has returned from fall break. Mm. Matthew also took a fantastic picture on the highway of an armored truck. Because <laughs> we've, had, we've had so many stories of doors flailing open on armored trucks. And so I wanted, I was behind one. And I told my wife, I'm like, get my phone out, take a picture of this. <laughs> Why? Because I'm going to tell Dale that they actually do keep them locked up. This one was safe and secure. Yes. So way to go, boys. Way to go. They followed procedure. They did. Now, this is one of those stories of just weird. A a woman in Washington state escaped being buried alive after being kidnapped by her estranged husband. Police went to her home after neighbors called to say they heard screaming. When officers arrived, the home was empty, but they found used duct tape and issued an endangering missing person alert. Police later got video of the woman banging on the door of a home about seven miles from where she lived. When they got there, she was hiding behind a shed. She told officers her husband drove her into the woods, placed a heavy tree over her and threw dirt on her. She waited a few hours before breaking the bindings on her hands and clawed her way out of the shallow hole. She had extensive bruises, was stabbed in the breasts, and had duct tape hanging from her neck, face, and ankles. What the heck? Taken to the hospital for treatment. Her husband was found in the woods the next day. (laughs) Does he live there? And was arrested. He's facing several charges, including attempted first-degree murder. Wow. So, who knows? Wow. What that's all about. Certainly, they were not evidently getting along. So, um, man, to imagine that she made it out of there. Mm-hmm. Man. This from Washington State, Matthew, where a woman survived a grizzly attack by punching the black bear in the snoot. An adult female black bear attacked a woman from behind when she let her dog out at about 7 in the morning Saturday in Leavenworth. That's a Bavarian-styled village located in the Cascade Mountains. We need to know that. Yes. The bear charged at the woman from behind, knocked her to the ground. She was hospitalized with non-threatening injuries. A wildlife biologist said she just turned around and popped it right in the nose. (laughs) The bear apparently shook following the hit and then ran off. Wildlife officials located the bear not far from the attack and killed the bear. 
The officials said the bear was killed in part because it was overweight from rating trash. No. Oh. <laughs> so a little slower than the average bear. <laughs> Better put it down. <laughs> a little too much weight. Two cubs that were about nine months old were also spotted nearby. Officials captured those cubs, transported them to Paws Wildlife Rehab Facility, now officially without a mother. The baby bears, poor little fellas. And I wonder how big she was. I mean, right? I just, I'm glad we, at least now, although I think they're getting closer to Indiana, we're bear free. Okay? Yeah. We appear to be bear free. We actually have fewer wildlife things to kill us here than most places. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so <laughs> we're ahead of the game. Yes. <laughs> Well, let's see. We've got um, a lot of folks out there that like to doll up their pet in Halloween attire. Mm. <laughs> According to a recent survey, more than three-quarters of owners plan to put their pet in a Halloween costume, and more than half plan to take their dog trick-or-treating. <laughs> However, these costumes could be affecting the physical and psychological health of the dog. If you're usually putting clothing on the dog and it tolerates it pretty well, your dog probably won't be disturbed. However, (laughs) the costume might not fit your dog correctly and it could limit its mobility, irritate their skin, or even choke them. (laughs) Watch your dog's body language. If it looks miserable, (laughs) and maybe you've got a dog that looks miserable all the time, take the costume off. Signs of stress include licking their nose, shaking their nose and bodies, and looking for places to retreat. Hmm. Wear the hot dog. (laughs) Just wear it. Ah. It's just... uh, Why can't you be normal? (laughs) Now, there are some dogs out there that really like to to dress up. My brother's dog is a German short hair. They, (laughs) They give her... Like little sweaters to wear in the in the winter time, and you know, yeah. it's, she's fine. She's fine. And I suppose the sooner you start, the better. It's like the first time you put a collar on a dog. Yeah, it's like it's, it's right. terror. It's the worst thing. <laughs> well, Matt, an update. Okay, from the Florida Evergra- Everglades, they've removed more than two hundred thirty Burmese pythons. In their annual 10-day contest, nearly a thousand morons from 32 states, Canada and Latvia, okay, oh. took part in the Florida Python Challenge. That goal is to remove as many of the invasive reptiles as possible. Participant Matthew Concepcion took home top prize of 10 grand. He captured the most snakes, 28, 13 more than the second place winner. Longest captured during the competition, just a mere 11 feet, earning its finder, Dustin Crum, a $1,500 prize. Remember, we've had them pushing 20 feet. I know. They're native (sighs) to Southeast Asia. They were transplanted to the Everglades where they've been wreaking environmental havoc on the habitat there for decades. These massive snakes primarily feed on birds, mammals, and other reptiles. 
They're incredibly invasive. A female Burmese python may lay 50 to 100 eggs at a time. And by the way, they're good eating. Tastes like chicken. Are they? Are they good eating? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Let's go hunting for python eggs. <laughs> Fry them up just like an omelet. Well, in the world of football, Jeez. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> just can't seem to What's get What's going ahead on, of the man? Game. What is going on? It's like Andrew Adams was the intended receiver on that interception and 76 yard run back for a pick six. <laughs> Colts uh, fell by a score of 19 to 10. <laughs> They can't seem to beat anybody in their conference. Well, they did beat Jacksonville, yeah. barely. Randy Bullock matched his career high with four field goals. So it's not like they got blown out, but it's still, you're turning the ball over. You just keep turning the ball over. I would I would say the defense for the Colts is really good. Yeah. They're doing their job. Yeah, You hold a team to 19, you should have a fighting chance to win that game. You should have, you know, a fighting chance, right? Yeah. But no, no, no. <laughs> and why they ever say these guys are the favorites is beyond me. This year, the favored Green Bay Packers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers both lost. They're terrible. Okay, <laughs> they're just terrible. <laughs> Packers had a chance to win that twenty three twenty one. The final there, yeah. But Tampa Bay scored three points. I mean, how dismal are they? How can Man. they be considered a favorite? They don't look good at all. 21-3, to three, the final there. Tom Brady, he passed for 290 yards. One of those incompletions came with a wideout. Mike Evans dropped what would have been a 64-yard. T- it was right there. He's all alone. <laughs> and it's like, oh, gee. How do you do that? Right. That's just a sign of how bad things are going. Uh, let's see. Of course, the Bears, they play tonight. Uh, I don't see. Of course, Kansas City and San Francisco, that was a high-scoring affair. Kansas City wins. Jets are pretty good this year. Yeah. Jets defeated Denver. Russell Wilson is just, well, he sat out with a pulled hamstring. That usually happens to good players. It's like pitchers. Oh, I got a little something in the arm when they get blown out. Okay. And they got to go on the disabled list. It's just an excuse. You look terrible. Oh, I got better act hurt. Yeah. Well, I got a hamster. (laughs) (sighs) Seattle beat the Chargers. Dolphins got by the Steelers 16 to 10. And then tonight, the Bears in New England. So there you go. World Series is set. Okay. It was a sweep. The Yankees. The Yankees are swept. (laughs) Astros beat the Yankees in four games. And it was uh, the Philadelphia Phillies beating the Padres. They're into the World Series. The Phillies are a wild card team. Who's going to win? Right now, I feel like the Phillies. You feel like they have the momentum going into it? I just, uh, I like them. I'm going with the Phillies. Okay. Okay. Although the Astros are coming off a sweep of the Yanks. I mean, yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, you know, too. so it's should be a good one. Yeah. Let's hope it's a, a good one. 
if you uh, broke down years ago, Matthew, and got a Tom Brady rookie card and had it uh, signed by your hero, it would have fetched a $2.4 million, sold at public auction. The record-setting card was from the 2000 Playoff Contenders Championship ticket set. So imagine if you had that. Hmm. $2.4 million makes the signed Brady card the third highest public auction price for a card of its kind. Only two other cards have sold for higher prices at any public auctions this year. Hmm. And that, you know he's going to play another year and he's going to lose all that glamour. You think he's going to play next year too? No, I I You'd be a fool, okay? Right now, as bad as as bad as your team is, you'd be a fool. You'd be a fool. <laughs> you know, it's. I just I can't see it. He shouldn't have played this year. And uh, finally, the company mattress firm is on a nationwide search for the worst snorers in America. Mattress firms offering significant discounts on beds as part of their snore discounts and worst snore giveaway. To be entered for the sale, <laughs> they're asking people to take a TikTok of their snoring partner and use the hashtag snore discounts. <laughs> Anyone who wants the chance for the discount needs to post the video by November 4th. Mattress Firm will also reward the worst snorer with a free mattress. Wow. So I've got a shot. Wow. You know. I wake myself up. See, I get nasal drip, and then, you know, one of those deals. Just sure. in a good good sleep, and then, you know, a cough, yeah. cough for a half hour. There you go. And get back to sleep, go through it all again. What a miserable life. <laughs> okay. What a miserable <laughs> It's just never, uh, never gets any better. Uh, poor guy. <clears throat> so there you go, Matt. Good to have you back. It's good to be back. Remember, folks, look for a Bucky's in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're out traveling and you're heading south and you see a Bucky's billboard, go check it out. Go check it out. Just a large facility. It's it is okay. It is <laughs> full of great Bucky stuff. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if nothing else, you can say, "Hey, I went to the Bucky's in wherever." Okay. There you go. Matt, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you, buddy. And that'll do it for today. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.